and welcome to another episode of the Active Flincher podcast. My name's Josh Morris, and in this episode, I'll be talking to Matt Hayes, who's Sports Development Manager at Aura Wales. Matt played football at primary school before taking up golf while at high school, and then uh, moving on to play rugby with Flint Rugby Club. He also coaches and helps educate and develop other coaches with the Welsh Rugby Union. In this podcast, he talks about all the different kinds of sport and activity that are out there, how to get involved, as well as tips for making getting into it just that little bit easier. If you'd like to find out more about what's out there, there's info on the website aura.wales. For more information about this podcast, or to find more ways of getting active in Flincher, head on over to explore underscore Flincher on Instagram, or explore Flincher on Facebook. I'll look back at the end with some more information about giving sport a go. I'm here with Matt Hayes, Sport Development Manager at Aura Wales, um, and we're uh, going to talk a little bit today about uh, all the kind of different ways you can get involved with uh, sports. So uh, Matt is, uh, as we say, Sports Development Manager at Aura Wales. Um, Matt, uh, what can you tell us about yourself? What do you do and uh, and what's your involvement with sort of sport in Flintshire? Yeah, so um, I'll go through, go through a bit of my involvement in sport in Flintshire uh, to begin with, if that's okay. So um, I've started off so uh, playing football, play football through um, through primary school, and then um, as I kind of got a little bit older and went into secondary school, I started playing golf. So for a number of years, I was a member of Flint Golf Club, uh, and then I stayed there throughout my junior years. But then I actually started playing rugby and became a um, a player for Flint Rugby Club. I spent most of my rugby career playing there until um, until I retired. Uh, what I've done um, since playing is I've gone into coaching, so seeing it from another side, really. And um, the coaching journey has taken me to be a coach educator for the Welsh Rugby Union. So kind of come at this a little bit with um, two hats as a former player and also as a coach um, and also as a recreational um, sports person. So taking advantage, really, of um, what's on offer uh, in local areas. And then in terms of my working career, uh, I started off in, in play development uh, in Flincher, so very much around the open access play, uh, moved into community development, and then about 15 years ago uh, into the sports development team, and I've been there ever since. So hopefully um, we, we've improved the kind of offer. Um, what I would say about sports is extremely complex. So when we go through this podcast today, I'll, tr- I'll try and um, explain it as best as I can. But it's, it's a complicated old web. And, um, and we're, we're constantly trying to make it simpler, um, but hopefully you understand that it is uh, it is fairly uh, fairly complex. Yeah, it's, um, there's plenty of sport out there to get involved with. It can feel a bit of a minefield um, in terms of finding the right sort of bodies and organisations and, uh, and whatever. So you've uh, obviously had a, a good good range of, sort of sports you've been involved in personally, uh, obviously from football, golf, and rugby and and whatnot. What are the benefits of uh, getting involved in any sort of sport? Um, obviously, there's there's getting healthy, but then what else is there? What what is it that keeps you, keeps people coming back? In your opinion? Yeah, I think you know you can you can kind of go through all the research, and the research will tell you you know about the risk of um, coronary heart disease uh, decreasing, type two diabetes, risk of some cancers de- decreasing, um, self esteem boosting, um, sleep quality and energy increasing. So those are all the kind of textbook answers. But um, the, the one thing that I would say about um, any activity and engaging in activity is finding something that you enjoy. Um, and when you find what you enjoy, you're, you're more likely to, to keep going. But you also find your own motivation for, for actually continuing within that activity. So 
whether that's um, just the fact that you want to get out and be a little bit more active, whether you want to meet more people or whether you want to go and represent Wales or Great Britain uh, or a performance level sport, there's an opportunity for you. And it is just about seeking out those opportunities. And you're not necessarily going to find it first time. So you may have to um, search, try, fail, um, try something else or persevere with something to, to actually find what it is that you like. So what I would say about um, the, the benefits of sport is, is finding kind of what your own motivation is and, and why it is that you, you want to partake and then really kind of um, committing to it and, and allowing that to become part of a habit. So if we look at what some of the research tells us, um, where we do research around what motivates you to actually attend sport and physical activity, then we know that going with people and the social element is, is a key factor in that. And a lot, a lot of our conversations um, work-wise now with clubs, especially, are around the experience that you get when you actually attend the club. So, you know, the kind of social side, what, what else is it that, um, that, that keeps you going? And, and that's something as well that um, we've tried to implement in, in some of our own offers. Um, so whether that's clubs that we run or some of our like gym, um, gym offers within the leisure centres or swimming offers within the centres. And we've also got some good research into it um, and, and we're kind of developing that along with our exercise referral team. So we're actually um, we're actually starting to put some of this into practice and seeing some real uh, benefits really of, of what we're talking about. Mm, fantastic. So uh, obviously there's, let's say there's lots of different sort of ways of people motivating themselves to get involved in it. Uh, some people might quite like the, uh, just the incremental benefits of just getting better at something. Um, some people might just like, it's like being able to take that uh, sort of social aspect and, uh, and bring that together with a bit of physical activity and uh, and and just seeing what sort of they can do. Um, yeah, and just um, just one thing we do talk about. So we talk about a physical literacy literacy journey, and um, you know this this journey is um, from when you start um, when you're born really. So when from when you're a baby to uh, the kind of the end of your life, um, and and that journey takes you know many different paths. So. And it's also it's not linear. So, you know, I started off in, um, in in golf, played rugby, you know, and you kind of get to a stage where you you retire from that sport and then you need to find something else that, that fits uh, and something else that replaces that. So it's about developing your confidence and your skills to be able to then go and try new activities. So um, where we talk about perseverance, what I would say is, you know, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. Um, and I think everybody recognises it's quite difficult when you get into you know, maybe late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, to go and find a new activity and to, to, to walk into a new club um, when, you, when you're not used to that club. So, you know, we, I think everybody rec- recognises how brave you have to be to, to do that in the first place. And it's just to really keep focusing on, on what your, your ultimate goals are. Yeah, it's um, something that sort of strikes a chord with me. Like I, uh, I was terrible at sport at school. Um, I was, uh, you know, last pick for the football team. Managed to play once for my high school football team because I was the thirteenth uh, um, person to turn up to training. <laughs> um, and you know, didn't didn't really enjoy sport at secondary school either. But um, since then, I got into running. I got into cycling, and you know, that sort of being able to get better at something like you say physical literacy um knowing that you can get better at something is uh is something maybe I, I sort of learned quite late in life to be honest yeah and uh, you know if if you're a parent then what i would say with your child is try try and um allow them to experience as many activities as possible because that will certainly promote that um that concept of motivation and 
and literacy as as they kind of go through their life but if you know you have had a negative experience when when you were younger that that shouldn't really um put you off kind of doing things now because a lot of the activities have changed plus there's there's a lot more on offer now so you know that there's a lot of um, modified versions of activities so you know if i just talk about some of the modified um, opportunities uh, just just within our own centers as as an example in the last couple of years we've set up a well-being uh, network of classes so the well-being are a really kind of entry level into into kind of full-blown classes so if you kind of wanted to do spin then going into a full-blown spin class can be quite daunting and, and probably um pretty hard and, and you know a lot of people maybe have their first session of spin and think that's not for me because everyone else looks really fit and you know you're you're kind of blowing after your first session so we've kind of gone the other way and said well let's let's kind of make these um I suppose these softer steps into the full-blown activity so that the lessons are slightly shorter, uh, the intensity is lower, and, and it really gives a nice stepping stone into, into the actual full-blown class. And a lot of um, sports clubs are doing that now as well. So there'll be versions of um, walking netball, walking football, um, walking rugby. There'll be touch rugby on offer. There'll be modified versions of cricket. There'll be midweek cricket for those who, um, you know, kind of midweek 2020, for those that don't want to... Uh, commit commit to the whole day and, and a lot of sports now are, are, are modifying um all of these offers really to attract more people into uh, into their clubs yeah i can imagine the uh as, as the years go by sort of the pool of people that uh, enjoy getting sort of shouted at by the pe teacher um decreases over time and uh you know hearing hearing about things that say modified versions that are uh, sort of more accessible and geared to people having a go um sounds uh, sounds really sort of uh, really interesting and uh and really, really attractive. Then um, I know sort of one of the people we spoke to about the golf club at uh, Mall Golf. They don't have to do a uh, sort of a getting back into golf, or they do a sort of you know come and try. Um, and it sounds like this, uh, you know, breaking down those sort of barriers and making that first step as easy is uh, is really important. Yes, and and you what you will be able to do is you'll be able to find um, on the website to clubs on the website to the governing bodies what initiatives are running. So. Pretty much every governing body will run some form of initiative to encourage people to come back to the sport or try the sport for the first time. Um, and, and also with um, youngsters. So within schools, um, primary and secondary school pupils are exposed to all of these different activities and they'll be linked up with their local clubs. So whether they choose to go or not is, um, you, you know, is, is, is not the kind of the main aim the main aim is to expose uh, children and young people to the activity and and hopefully they feel that they they've developed enough knowledge and and kind of passion for the sport that they, they want to uh, progress a little bit further and if not then they've they've learned some uh, skills that cross over into whatever they do and and that, that's the same for adults really the you know the it's just a it's a case of going onto the the club websites uh, and seeing what's there it's going onto the local uh, leisure center website and seeing what's there or the, or the local um gyms or other facilities and and seeing what's there so i believe you've already talked about things like the the coastal path and, and the access to some of the the, the the kind of simpler forms of exercise and, and that's the same for the um things like the the cycle networks which are out there um, and it's not just about it's not just about the kind of formal sport. There are there are a lot of things which um, Aura offer as an example, um, which would really link in just to the kind of informal activity. So anything I suppose which which gets you out, gets you moving, um, increases your heart rate is beneficial um, for your health. But it might be that 
um, you know, you, you're interested in heritage or the, the, the kind of history of the local area. Uh, there's, there's history walks being developed and will be available through our libraries. There's the heritage of Greenfield Valley that you, that you can go and view and, and kind of walk around. And, and uh, you know, that's an activity in itself. There's the kind of formal but informal aspects of sport. So things like Park Run, which has been um, one of the success stories uh, across the UK and now across the world. Uh, in the in the last few years uh, you know there's there's a very good park run which will be coming back at Wepper Park uh, once restrictions allow you know and there's a couple of hundred people every every week taking part in that and, and these become communities in themselves so um, all of these are or a lot of the activities which we talk about the the social element probably um, and arguably becomes a little bit more important than the actual physical activity so there it's almost like people are going along for the for the social and then they do the physical physical activity alongside it so it, it it's really nice to, to see things develop in that way um because i think that becomes the kind of motivation for, for going back and, and that becomes part of the habit forming absolutely it's definitely a lot easier to get out on a, uh, a wet sunday morning if you know there's going to be uh, friendly faces um that you're going to have a, a nice little run with as well yeah absolutely um, so we've touched about sort of on, on what some of the activities uh, are that are out there. Um, I know sort of every region sort of around the UK sort of has their own little quirks and bits and pieces. What's sort of out there in Flintshire then uh, that, uh, that perhaps is uh, perhaps a little bit more unique to Flintshire? There's a real mixture of, uh, of activity. You know, we, we have some really good football teams and, you know, our Flintshire primary schools team is, is testament to that. And there'll be some of the players playing, you know, in the internationals at the Euros who have been through that system, which is really encouraging to see. Uh, and I've also been to our holiday clubs when they were younger as well. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting and, uh, you know, it's, it's really nice to see that, that kind of development. Um, but we, yeah, we have a real breadth uh, influencer of, of things that we can offer. You know, we have a lot of uh, golf clubs and I know you've spoken to golf clubs in the past. Um, our football clubs are, are kind of thriving and, and busy and the academy system works really well, as does the walking football, the, the vet football. And there's, there's quite a few vet football teams. So, uh, again, you know, you can kind of participate in, in a lot of these sports for, for, for a very long time, as long as your body holds up. Uh, and then what we have done um, within our sports development team in, in the last few years um, is develop cheerleading. And I'd say cheerleading and, and dodgeball through, um, through an old festival system that we used to run. But those two have, have established clubs. Um, and one of our employees still runs the, the, the Buckley Cheerleading Club. I think there's also one in Saltney um, who, who are just absolutely going from strength to strength. And then alongside that, we have our gymnastics clubs and what's been really encouraging for, for those in the last couple of years is that they have grown um, so much that they've gone to their own facilities. Um, so facility development has been, has been key um, over this period as well because those clubs need to future-proof themselves and ensure that you know, they're, they're around for the next probably 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, but also the demand for those activities to, uh, carry on increasing which is encouraging because what we do have then is um, parents who are, who are supporting parents and carers who are supporting their children um, to be active. Yeah, there's um, yeah, so lots going on, and, uh, and you know that sort of um, development in, in seeing sports sort of flourish must be uh, must be really satisfying for you uh, in, in supporting these um, some, uh, groups. Must be say really satisfying to see them sort of grow from strength to strength like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
you know, the clubs are, are run by some fantastic volunteers. And I think that um, that's key to our sports systems. And, and we're lucky within um, our own organisation as Aura, but also within the clubs, uh, the, the clubs really look after and value their volunteers. So, you know, the, the if anybody is, again, you know, interested in volunteering, then what I would say, it's, it's a great way into the activity. Uh, it's a great way to become more active um, yourself. The benefits of volunteering are, are very similar to actually taking part in the activity. So, you, you know, you'd be certainly increasing your, your kind of um, physical activity levels just by volunteering. So we're, we're really lucky because we have a, a really strong network of volunteers. So both within Aura and within the clubs, uh, the volunteers do a fantastic job of, of uh, providing for all this activity, but also improving their own um, facilities. So what you really have is a mobilization of, of almost professional volunteers um, to an extent. But if you just want to kind of come into volunteering and give up an hour of your time or three or four hours of your time, that, that's absolutely fine as well. And, and whatever you want to do within um, the sports structure, there is something that you can do. Uh, so I, I'm going to plug our own volunteer system um, for Aura. That if anybody, um, and, and that doesn't mean that you, you know, you might just want to come and speak to us initially just to talk about volunteering. You might not end up volunteering with Aura. Um, we might put you in touch with a club or or another organisation that, that could support you a little bit further. But if you do have any time that you would like to give, then then we'd be more than happy to speak to you. And you can just go on to the Aura.Wales website uh, and just click the volunteering link and it's all there. Great. So uh, it sounds like there's plenty of ways to uh, get involved with volunteering and uh, so going through Aura is a good way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And we work we work with a lot of our club networks anyway. So, you know, it might be that um, that, that we just kind of create that link really for an individual then to go and to go and work within a club because that person's um, motivation is, is maybe somewhere else. And that's absolutely fine. Or it might be that they stay with us. Um, so we've we've been really working um, within Aura on the volunteer to employment pathways. So um, it, you know, we, we take a lot of maybe 16, 17 year old who are either finishing school or just left school. Uh, we'll provide those with qualifications uh, and, and the experience and then hopefully move them into employment. And if that's with us, then it's, it's a bonus. And, and if, it, if it's not with us, then at least they've found employment uh, and we've helped in that process. Great stuff. Um, so uh, we touched on uh, sort of the different ways to uh, get involved in different sports earlier. Um, we talked about sort of, you know, walking versions of uh, a thing, and obviously the well-being route, as you said. Um, if I'm, a, say, a person that I've, I've not really um, maybe taken up much sports in school, um, personally, I'm sort of mid-30s, uh, I've got two kids and, uh, and you know, the weight's piling on and uh, I, I think maybe I should be getting involved. I'd give something a go. Um but I don't fancy doing sort of maybe football or the other stuff I did maybe as, as young as a younger lad. Um, how do I? Uh, what's a good way of sort of finding out sort of a variety of things and finding out what's sort of out there? Um, you mentioned obviously you've got uh, links with the clubs yourselves. Um, is that a, is that a good way to go then? Yeah, so you can come through sports development, uh, and it might just be a case of uh, we we talk to people. Every, every, you know, everybody's different, and everybody's got different reasons and motivations for taking part in an activity, plus lifestyle. Um, is you know everybody's life is different so it, it might be a case that with with some of the activities you know is is it a case of you know utilizing things like temping bowling and just start to become more active that way because actually you want to take part in something with your children 
is it something that you talk about kind of doing some of the walks in the local area and you know kind of utilizing um what's around is it about using the, the local cycle networks and you know linking into those and, and 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 going out on your bikes um or or is it you know something where you can do something without your children um so you want to know maybe about the the you know the fitness offers that we have or you know the spa offers that we have um or the or some of the other activities that, that you might want to get into so it would really depend in terms of you know maybe what you'd like to try um and i think that's the thing you know you might you might really be in a position where you just want to try quite a few things and see what you really enjoy as opposed to saying right i'm going to commit to joining the gym i mean there's always offers where you can kind of have trials and i think that trial period gives you a nice insight uh, and that's the same with clubs you know you're not gonna to have to sign off full membership with a club you'll there'll be a period of trial um and you, and you can see if you can enjoy it or you know it, it's whether you know do you build something in around the kind of ad hoc style um that you may need so do you want to book a badminton court on a kind of ad hoc basis or a squash court or do you want to go swimming so it, it's it's really about um building something which is bespoken and this is where i say it's complex really because there's no kind of right or wrong answer and there's no one answer fits all it's it's extremely you know personal and it's down to the individual and and what commitments they've got and how they want to consume that activity uh what we have done during lockdown is we've done a lot of online activity um and we you know we started going into not just live classes but stream content so they can kind of dip in and out of that later on you know and that will suit some people because they might be on shifts and kind of want to do a, a class at half 10 at night um and, and that option is there so yeah it, it just um you know, it just really depends on on the individual. What I would say is that the opportunities do exist, um, and, and it's just about taking those first steps, either onto some of the club governing body websites or as website, or certainly speaking to us. Uh, and I, and I think the my preference would be that people kind of pick up the phone or or contact via email initially to start having those conversations with um wherever they want to go so if that's with um us in, within aura that they would speak to one of the fitness instructors or um they'd speak to one of the sports development staff and just start to explore um some of the opportunities uh, none of us are that scary uh, we're certainly approachable <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll always find an answer and if we haven't got it we'll we'll certainly find out who has Great stuff. It sounds like there's, um, I mean, you mentioned the on-demand stuff. There's been a lot of that over, over lockdown. Um, so uh, are people trying out sort of things like Joe Wicks or, or Couch to 5K. And with things like, you know, Park Run coming back, you know, people are able to sort of take that. They know they can run 5K or, or there or thereabouts. And uh, there's there's then a sort of step to maybe maybe try something sort of similar sort of going forward. Yeah, and that um, that again, you know, the the online classes. I mean, they're great, but what you do miss is you do miss the personal interaction, and I think a lot of people really crave that. So, you know, if you think about um, fitness and activity, then there's no magic pill for it. So, and and it's not something that you're necessarily going to see straight away, you know, in terms of a result. So that there will be periods, and sometimes long periods, where you feel that there's a bit of a plateau. So, you know, if you kind of step into the gym and, you know, your motivation is to lose weight, then the first couple of times you go, you're not necessarily going to lose any weight, but it becomes part of a lifestyle and part of a habit. And over time, you will you will see a difference. And that's not just in a gym, but that's the same for, for any activity or for any goal. 
so it becomes oh, what else is is the motivation so you know if you, if you went into a shop um to buy i don't know anything like an ipad you would hand over your money and you'd walk away with the ipad and then the the transaction is done and then you'd go away and you'd enjoy that ipad so you know that's a kind of instantaneous gratification whereas fitness um, and physical activity isn't in terms of what you think that main goal might be which drives us back really to some of the the social aspects and what i would say is don't undervalue the social aspects because being in a class environment for example you're kind of getting all the energy from the other people um, and the energy from the instructor and the the actual um, motivation becomes being with those people and training hard with those people so you might not be experiencing that result straight away but it's part of the process that you can enjoy along the way. So um, what I would say, and it goes back to one of my first points, is really do find something that you enjoy. Yes, um, I know a lot of people sort of say that the the physical benefits you're not going to see for maybe, uh, or maybe even a month or six weeks in terms of before you actually see sort of actual benefit. But, you know, that sort of social aspects, you know, once you've taken that first step and the first step is always the hardest bit, whether you, you've been coming back or from two weeks off and you've, you know, whatever, or, you, or it's been 10 years, that first step is always the hardest one and everything gets easier after that. And, you know, the social aspect, you know, when you're catching up with people in week two is uh, is obviously, you know, is right there, 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 then. Yeah, and the, um, there was a good, um, Sport England um, did a really good campaign or still do a really good campaign with this girl can uh, and it was there was a lady who was running and she said I might not be fast but I'm lapping everybody who's sitting on the sofa and, and that's that's um, no true word said really so whoever is out making a an effort to do some form of physical activity then you you know kind of everyone who is sitting at home on the sofa you're you know you're kind of better than them if that motivates you or you're doing more than them and you know, you, you're, you're making that effort to to improve your life in some way. So um, whatever you do at whatever pace, um, it's certainly beneficial. Great stuff. Um, so how would you, um, I'm just sort of thinking now, like uh, um, there's getting started and there's, you know, once you've, you're building habits, um, is there anything people can do to sort of, uh, once they've kind of figured out, they sort of enjoy something, what are the sort of helpful things they can do perhaps to uh, help build those habits? Yeah, habit, habit's an interesting one because if you read some of the kind of um, research which is out there, they say you form a habit in 21 days and then you also sort of sometimes see that it takes up to about 350. And I think, again, that's a very personal journey for everybody. I think finding networks which um, and understanding what motivates you is really important. So, you know, if it is, you know, some people like training on their own and, and maybe, you know, putting their earphones on, uh, earphones in and, and going for a run. And, and that's the kind of motivation. And, and, and there'll be things around um, maybe distance or time that really drives them to go out um, on a regular basis. So it's finding ways of how do you build that in? So how do you build that into your day? Um, you know, I've, I've listened to some other um, podcasts which have kind of covered this and, you know, they found different ways. And that, you know, one of the uh, tips which, which I really liked, actually, and, and which I've started to um, take on board is to build it into your work diary. And, and a lot of people working from home will kind of struggle Well, they'll just sit there all day and, and maybe just be kind of, you know, glued to their, their laptop or whatever. Um, so it's scheduling it in because actually that 
time for yourself to to do some form of physical activity is is just as important as anything else you're going to do in that day so it's about um, creating that time to to make some form of investment in yourself uh, and you know you, you build that into you know the reason why you're actually doing it in the first place so yeah what i would say is um build build it into in, into your day um understand what motivates you and, and you know be quite honest with yourself about that so if it's people if it's classes um if it's having someone to go with you know get yourself a buddy that's that's going to take you along and you can motivate each other you know it might be a case that you know you really like going for coffee and cake on a, on a on a bike ride and you know that's absolutely cool as well because it's just finding out you know what is the what is the reason for getting out and uh, and being active and you know clearly don't eat more cake than what you're actually riding but um it's but it it is it's that enjoyment um and, and why you do things and and then having something which keeps you doing it so you know if if it is um you know a family member or a partner or a friend that, that keeps you going or the, the social element once you get there and, and and those people um it might be a club that supports you a little bit more so you know if you kind of miss a, a training session or you've missed like you know one of one of um social event somebody phones you up and actually asks how you are and and why you why you didn't attend and you know if you're okay and you know if you need any support and it, it's it's really seeking out those um those people and, and those opportunities and those things which will keep you um keep you going and also um taking on board that some days you do feel off you don't feel like it you might miss and that's okay uh, and I think people beat themselves up sometimes when, you know, they don't attend um, because they're just not not feeling it. Um, but it, it's then getting back to it. And like you say, you know, you can have a couple of days off and sometimes feel like you've you've had a, about two years off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You met, so it's good you mentioned uh, going out for a ride for uh, coffee and cake. It's uh, an issue very close to my heart. But uh, yeah, I say it's, uh, it's really good to uh, been chat to you about, uh, you know, um, all the different ways people can get active um, and uh, get out and all the different ways people can find motivation and, and, you know, build this sort of stuff into their day. And, you know, it's, I think the worry is that a lot of people think everyone's different and exercise isn't for me. Um, but the things we talked about this, this broadly speaking, almost something for everyone. And, you know, we're not all that different that, you know, getting out and about and those sort of physical benefits of just moving your body are not going to release those endorphins for you. Yeah, and it's also, you know, it is it's hard for everybody at times. So, and we all struggle with lack of motivation at times as well. So, it's um, it's just understanding yourself at, um, and understanding that you you know you can do it, uh, setting yourself goals and not being over ambitious, but having something to work towards. And if that is a piece of cake at the end of a ride, then then that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Um, how can people sort of get in touch with uh, you guys at Aura? Um, is it uh, how, how, how's best to go about that? Yeah, so all of our contact details, all of the um, activities that we offer, uh, that's all on uh, www.aura.wales. Uh, there's new offers coming up on there. It's always worth checking our um, social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Facebook is updated with a lot of our uh, offers as, as our other, other platforms. But that's, that's quite a good one to, um, to have a look at. There's activities on there for all ages. There's links to our libraries and the, the wide range of things that our libraries offer. 
Um, our spa will be coming back uh, to Deeside pretty soon. So some people uh, really do like to reward themselves with that um, with that spa. They have it as a bolt-on of their membership, or they can book it as a kind of one-off, um, which is it's, it's always a nice reward. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth having a look at. So yeah, just um, go onto our website, and you know all of our details are on there. And if there is anybody who who feels motivated by this and, and we can um, inspire and help people become active, then, you know, we've certainly um, done the, done the right thing. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much Sam, for your time. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd say you've uh, certainly inspired me to uh, go out and, uh, and try something new. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Thank you again for listening to the Active Flincher podcast. For more ways to get active in Flincher, head on over to our Instagram, which is explore underscore Flincher, or our Facebook, which is explore Flincher. If you want to find out more about getting involved with new sports or perhaps volunteering, you can find contact details through the website, which is aura.wales. Please also consider leaving this episode a review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts.